Let me load up that bad boy. Norman. Olive oil liquor. He's licking your olive oil. Yeah. What a freak. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am Ginger Heat. That is Jordan in the background. No, I'm just kidding. That's L.A. Knight. But Jordan, the body from Kirkcaldy. He is here. He is our AEW mark. He is drinking tenants, and we got some big AEW stuff to go through. Did um, Did you like the show overall? Like, what was your feeling after watching? Um, well, hello to everyone. Hello. Um, thank you. Um, yeah, do you know what? I enjoyed moments of it and I enjoyed the bits that I didn't think I was going to enjoy. And obviously we can talk about that once we get past some of the intros, but there were parts of it that I thought were great and and, and really well done. Again, AEW falling into their classic trap of having too much crammed into one card, which meant Mm. some stuff felt rushed and unnecessary but stuff stuff felt really long <laughs> yeah well that's it yeah Jesus. so i i really enjoyed it but it uh, yeah i think they need to work on their pacing the pacing that's of fair. their pay-per-views are, are are tough and plus you never get a break like there was a point yeah, exactly there was the end of a match and i thought perfect i'm my arse is on fire i need to go for a dump right and I thought, it's fine, I'll have a good five to ten minutes of montage, you know, stuff between them. No, no, no. Nope. Straight in. Yeah, music hits, next one's coming, Ooh. you're like, Jesus. Yeah. I didn't even get a chance to wipe, you know? <laughs> wow, well, no, that was an ace. Not uncommon an for ace. you, but. Just straight out. Ace. An ace has never happened in this house. <laughs> 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 the man speaking there, the, as he is seen on our podcast today the enigmatic the charismatic the bizarre the mysterious the wonderful jason known as the the are you more of like a a constipation person or the other way are you more like it it all it's all rushing out it's coming out um whether you like it or not i kind of have phases you know like um gimmicks like my gimmick right now is you're the big show of pooping yeah yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, one week it's loose, next week it's tight. I don't know what I'm gonna get night to night. <laughs> it changes so quickly. Uh, right now, it's kind oh of uh, it's, I'm on a good rhythm. I don't think about it, and it's been coming out pretty much every day, so it's good, good stuff. You sent me nice. a dirty, a dirty sounding fart today. Was that just a fart, or no, was, there, was, uh, was there action behind uh, it? Preceding that tight fart was uh, a nice loose poo. <laughs> So, <laughs> you need to eat some fiber. I think. I don't know yeah, what I need, but you have the diet of a fucking college student. Eat some fiber, you, you idiot. You poo like ten times a day. <laughs> Shut up. You, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> You're consistently wet and wild. I'm like back and forth. No, 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 no. The new diet is nah, going. Ah. Fiber. All kinds of veggies in there. I'm working on the mut, the uh, the gut the microbiome. It's not the, gra- it's the grass working. isn't browner the on the other side. Like being constipated isn't better. Just to let you know. <laughs> I agree, hundred percent. I agree, hundred percent. It's like being I, I, pregnant you know, for a week and you couldn't get it out. Poop privilege is real, for sure. Yeah, it is. We Jason, used to be a it is. If you don't, if you don't think about pooping, 
if you just don't think about it, you're just like, oh, I have to take a boo, and then you go inside, comes out, you leave, and you don't doesn't even cross your mind, then that's poop privilege. Yeah, that's yeah, you're able to leave I'm the like, house oh, and crap, drive I gotta somewhere go. Do I have not have to worry. Time? Gonna, What's yeah. gonna be coming out? Yeah. <laughs> How do I react? <laughs> then, then you. What are the facilities like in the place that I'm going? Yeah. Is a big one. Exactly. You know? Do I have steady access? But now things are getting better, so maybe they can be for you too if you clean up your diet and eat like a normal human. But don't don't just have uh, pictures of fruit on the wall like the one behind <laughs> you. I actually you have some pineapple in your house. Love, Do you even know what that I is? I love pineapple. I think it's my favorite fruit. Then why don't you eat Rude. some? Sometimes. I think it's underrated too. When you get a good pineapple, because a lot of times it's not. But when you get it good, it can't be too oh, white. It's, it's got to be rated. bright yellow or whatever. I think pineapples the, the king of the tropical rated. fruit. Mango is it in the top? Love a mango. Yeah. Is it in the top? Yeah, I, think, I feel like pineapple's I think most more famous. People like as a wrestler, pineapple is up there. What is pineapple as a wrestler? Pi- For pineapple. me, I'll tell you after you tell me. Pineapple, in terms of a current wrestler, pineapple is a firm Randy Orton. Everyone acknowledges. Oh no, firm Randy. So he's a goat. Yeah, everyone acknowledges Randy is is in the top tier. Randy's the pineapple. Yeah. It's not everybody's no. top fruit. It's a lot of people, but it is a lot, a lot of people's people top. Put fruit. it in that upper echelon of, of fruits. For me, a lot I of feel, cultures barbecue like, that pineapple. I feel like right? Jason is going to say that it's Brock Lesnar, just underrated, but it's always at the top. I know. For, for me, I was going to say Roman Reigns, just because it's yeah. the goat right now what? and it's getting high on the all-time list. Mm. Wow. Okay. Interesting. What, what's the what's the John Cena a fruit? Probably like an apple. Yeah. Yeah, apple's yeah, pretty. It's uh, like, oh, it's all yeah, like it, yeah. it's not like exciting all the time, but it's always good and it's consistent. And you can tr- you can okay. count on it. It's a good yeah. point. And it's a fantastic. There's all kinds of it. It's my favorite juice. Lots of iterations. Depending juice. on how you book oh, yeah. this pineapple, I mean, sorry, <laughs> this apple. If apple. you book it, you never drink right. real apple juice. Um, you don't drink real I like apple, apple juice. You drink in fucking toxic, toxic fucking. I drink what's at the whatever. store. You act like I get it out of the sewer. <laughs> I wish you'd get it. I wish you would get it outside. And you you get it from my own apples. You can. It's like ninety nine percent sugar. You're like, oh yeah. No, I'll try today. You go make me some apple juice. Yeah, to be fair, Brad, this is coming from you that does nothing but drink prime. Yeah, exactly, idiot. Prime is ten percent coconut water, right? Remember, we we got Jason on this before. My my piss is ten (laughs) percent coconut water. Or background background bodily fluids. Oh, wonderful. Anyways, let's move on to wrestling. Yeah, Jason ate a, you ate a bounty bar and you oh fucking God. pissed out some coconut. Yeah, <laughs> another the bounty, one. bud. Yeah, Waxman. Who, who are, are you? you? Oh, I'm Ginger Heat. Well, uh... <laughs> well, the waxy, the venomous, the son of the dentist—that's who he is, and he is an NXT Mark. He's a wrestling Mark, and he's a really good guy. And he's going to talk about wrestling, and he's going to bring us through the card for. The Survivor Series War Games, but I think first Jordan is going to bring us through some AEW action, if that's correct. And Waxman and Jason will listen in attentively and shit on things when they find it appropriate to shit on them. Jason's doing a lot more of that now, apparently, so it works. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Riverside. AEW. Full gear. 2023. Oh. All right, go ahead. Time is that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't want to go through the My entire notes. card of uh, Full Gear. I, I don't think that's necessary. Is that their WrestleMania? Partly, but be- 
Uh, we've had this chat before, Jason. I, have I no can't idea. remember. I don't know if the... whatever forgettable names for their paper. They don't have a WrestleMania. They have some big yeah. events. It's one of their big events. Uh, it is. You need yeah, a WrestleMania. Sure. Come on. So oh, get me different. Different. <laughs> if we go through the card, there were some great moments and some some poor moments, some goods and some pishes, Some would say, uh, and I'm going to bring a couple of the goods. And a couple of the pitches to the table. I know that Brad, you have watched the show. I know that uh, Wax, you've avoided it like it was the play. I peeked at it. Uh, and uh, Jason slash the has had a look at things. Um, really good water. Really good water. Um, <laughs> why not? Let's talk about the overarching story from the kind of pre-show that, that emanated into the, the main event, uh, right? Yeah. So obviously you have MJF again at a pay-per-view in two matches, one on the pre-show, one in the main event. Uh, the first is him and Samoa Joe, who's filling in for Adam Cole because Adam Cole's injured. That is important to remember. He's got a busted foot. He's busted foot, so he can't wrestle. He's not cleared leg to foot, wrestle. Lower, right. lower so, leg injury. So MJF says, right, Joe... You help me in this match, and I'll give you a, a title shot. There's the thumbs up again. I'll give you a title shot at some point, right? Did you and, did you two guys hear about this? Like what happened on the pre-show that led into the card at all? Wax and Jay? Because I didn't hear about it until I started watching. Something? I was like, no. what the fuck? Yeah, he's hurt. Yeah. So, <laughs> so MJF and Joe win, and MJF and Cole retain the title against um, the Guns. And then the guns take out their vengeance on him and bust up his leg, right? He gets taken away in an ambulance and he says, Adam, Adam, don't let them take my title. And then during the pay-per-view, Adam Cole comes out and says, right, I'm going to I'm gonna do the honourable thing and I'm going to uh, defend MJF's title against Jay White. Now, let's forget the fact that he's... You know, he's just allowed to do that. That seems weird to me. Hard to right? get by, but yeah. He said he spoke to Tony Khan, and Tony Khan approved it. He it's, said like, it. it's fine. It's, it's okay. He you mentioned can just, it. You can defend somebody else's title, apparently. That's weird, right? Tony Has Khan and MJF happened? approved it. I'm talking about the world it's, title, it's the top title. I mean, for a world title, that's why. Exactly. I don't... Um, so There's forget the bravery that. of Adam Cole no, that's a, that's stepping up with his broken leg to defend the title because otherwise Jay White's getting it. He's not going to let him have it for free. He's yeah, stepping up for him. But hang on a minute. This is where it doesn't make sense because why is Adam Cole cleared to do that but he wasn't cleared to be in the tag match with MJF in the first place? Well, because either, it's either that or he gets the title for free. Now the circumstances are like, it's do or die here. It's life or death. Yeah, I get that, but if you're, they said he's not cleared to wrestle, so... You can't wrestle. Oh yeah, but you he can wasn't do it if you're cleared because fine. he said I don't want to do it. But then he said I do want to do it, yes. so he's cleared. <laughs> well, also because he's he's clearly putting his body on the line. If you want to get technical about it, he must be like it's part of the contract now. If you are doing it without doctor's permission, Did they do that. I don't think they included and, that. Uh, well, you I mean, didn't, you didn't see it as such. It, it just happened. We're going real deep together. into the piece it together. into it here. Yeah, but so that's weird. Anyway. <laughs> Let's talk about the main event first. MJF versus Jay White. Brad, what did you think about this match? Going in, were your expectations high, medium, or pish? So, 
pre-pay-per-view, like this week, expectations super high. Pre-show hits, he's injured, and he, all of a sudden he's not in it. It's Adam Cole in the thing. And then all of a sudden it's going to be Adam Cole and MJF versus Jay White. And I'm like, now my expectations are out the window. Mm. And for some reason, like I said, I, I was having so much fun watching this paper that I didn't even care. It was just like, it's, it didn't matter. You know? I was like, whatever. The match itself, maybe that's a different story. But the things leading up to it and like my expectations were like reset. Like I didn't care anymore. I was like, all right, whatever. Two on one? It was tough. If I had paid yeah, to be w- there I mean, or something, wasn't, maybe yeah. if I had paid for the pay per view, I'd be more upset too that I'm not getting the match that, you know, was advertised. But and that's, I don't know. that's, I that's like, the whatever. thing. Like it's, it's very difficult when you have had a build for a match and then on the same night that match gets thrown out the window and you're told it's going to be this but then two on one match and then the last second it's no 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 it's going to be him after all you're like but like it's it was just so interesting because i'd never seen it done before two injured guys best friends defending the title one guy on behalf of his best friend anything can happen can is this the night he screws them over i don't know is this the night how do they win this match like what the hell's gonna happen jay white's insane like i don't know so there's all kinds of intrigue for me because i was like What's going to happen with this? Yeah, I, I think it was a match of storytelling. There wasn't a huge amount going on yeah. wrestling-wise. It was just exactly. a story. There was nothing the really there. The match was okay. The, the finish... That's it. It was another opportunity. I like the story more than the match, to be honest. Exactly, yeah. It was another match that made uh, MJF look super face. And that's what they're trying to do. If you think about a year ago when he won the title... He was super heel. And you're now a year on. He's still got the title, but he's more face than Daniel Bryan was at WrestleMania 30. Like, Which is crazy. So that just shows how ridiculous. great he is. He is insane. As a character actor, wow. as a performer, everything about him is, is spot on. He's, I mean, again, you even go to the... Uh, the what do you call it? The bit when they do the camera stuff at the end, and they're all—he he was eating pickles and stuff. Um, <laughs> oh. The interview, the press conference, interview stuff, press conference. Thank you very much. Um, he's sitting there in tears, just going, "I love wrestling, man! I just love wrestling!" <laughs> like he was just going yeah. for it. He—he's so good at what he does, and that carried and he was so evil. me through this match. Oh, he and people just yeah, exactly. about it because he's, he's so good. So no awesome what now, he does. he's so good. It's what we all. It's what, at at some point that switch kind of happened, and he just like we loved to hate him, yeah. and then they did such a good job turning him in face. It was such like a weird way to do it. I guess it's just like yeah. different. I don't know, and it's it's worked out so well. And the storyline with Adam Cole has been great. And where do we go from here? I have absolutely no idea. I, no, I, I, but that's fine. Like ultimately, yeah. it's going to. I'm end on, up, I'm I'm down for the ride though. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see where it goes. So. It, they did well. I, I don't think the build-up was great. Like There was a few plot holes, if you like, in that story in the lead-up through the pay-per-view. But again, if AEW can do one thing, particularly with MJF, to be fair, it's write a good story. The, yeah. the, like, and, and is that the writers? Is that creative? Is it the, you know whoever else? Is it just MJF? I don't know, but... I, I was know. trying to compare it today. Like I thought the writing was good, and watching the matches, a, a few of the times I was noticing how the endings were instead mm. of just like you know. And WWE does that a lot too. So I'm not sure who's the better like producer of matches. Sometimes 
one company gets it really right, and sometimes the other does. I don't yeah, think there's like true. one that's superior, noticeably added. But some matches, you're like, I don't know who who produced the end of this match. That's who it is, right? The producer chooses the end. You'd imagine Brent? so, right? I think so. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I'm not an expert. I'm just an idiot fan. I'm a mark. Leave me alone. That's okay, though. You're a jobber. It's fine. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> um, let's talk about uh, a pish from that night. And I don't know if many will agree with me on this one, but I'm going to give you it. One of my pishes from this night was the Golden Jets defeating the Young Bucks. Um, and again, we talk about story. I'm kind of like, I didn't, I don't really get the story, but I also do get the story. The Golden Jets, Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega teaming up, but the Young Bucks don't like that because they don't like Chris Jericho, but they're best friend with Kenny Omega. So they say, right, tell you what, we'll give you a tag team opportunity, even though they're not the champions, if you can beat us. But if we beat you, you have to disband. It's like the Young Bucks have a title uh, opportunity in the bag. Apparently They've you, earned apparently a title you opportunity. Can do that. You can yeah, do I don't that. know how they have it, but they have a title opportunity in the bag. And they say, because it's all sanctioned, so they must have agreed, on uh, I mean, the company's agreed, that that is on the line in this match. Whoever wins this match gets the title match. So them winning, isn't that not good? You don't want to see more of Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho together? Like, I, 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 Don't they deserve like a little bit of time together to... You know, have Do you some know fun what with the this? problem is? I don't, I don't like the Young Bucks. Yeah. And I'm not a huge fan. Like, I like Kenny Omega as a spectacle, but as part of this Young Bucks elite thing, I'm bored of it. I'm yeah, so, I'm, so now I'm that they've it. beaten them, him and Jericho can go on and win the title and have a title run together. It's going to be it's gonna be super fun. Is that the Sammy KO of AEW? Like, two guys from Winnipeg that are just like, yeah, we're going to... We're going to get the titles together. We're two best of the best of all time. Yeah. Getting a tag team and, and just have a run together. Chris Jericho, when he when he has these team-ups, has created some of the best content in wrestling history, whether and it's I with Kevin that's... Owens or with MJF. Like, those are some fucking awesome wrestling and again, times. great moments, but I'm just yeah. like, I don't know why it's happening. The match wasn't no. super True. interesting it yeah i guess I, I guess so classic I guess right. run of the mill yeah. young bucks kick here kick there jericho goes ah rage quits yeah it's true it's another one where like, i don't care for the match honestly it was whatever jericho's entrance is still and and kenny omega's entrances were better than the match yeah, that's and true. the story is really fun and, I, and i'm really excited to see where these two can go and i want to see them in promos and shit together because it's gonna be fucking hilarious and it's something that maybe we never thought would happen in, in the history of wrestling, and, it, and we're going to get to see it for a little bit. So I'm glad they won, and I want to see them run with this somehow. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're going to get on to the super good of the evening, but very quickly, we only had two women's matches on the card. One of them was good. One of them yeah. was pish, in my opinion. Brad, which one was good and which one was pish? My notes here. I only have three lines for these two matches. Okay. Timeless Tony, mm -hmm. Booty, <laughs> Statlander Globo Gym sponsor? Question mark. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Good time. That's 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 the summary of those two matches for me. <laughs> no, they're they're actually. I want to hear your your takes. On Timeless that. Tony Storm winning the AEW Women's Championship. Perfect. I'm here for that. Uh, and she like hiked up her shorts and then slammed her butt into the girl's face. Exactly. She. Crowd loved that. The finish wasn't 
clean. What is Jason doing with those drops? You know you can do it on preview so that we don't all have to listen to that, you that's playing the buttons <laughs> yet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. Art is meant to be perceived <laughs> um, by the by the viewer. Art is meant to disturb. Well, it's, it's meant to it's meant to challenge. <laughs> You're on camera. You're already disturbed. You should have named us. yourself Art. <laughs> hey, Art. The Art. Yeah. <laughs> um, timeless Tony Storm Red winning art. that title is exactly what should have happened. Hikaru Shida is just not intriguing enough as a character. So, Tony Storm in this weird. Marlon Monroe-esque character that she's got going on. I'm it's so great. here for it. So, yeah. perfect. Um, so weird. Pish, Julia Hart defeating Chris Statlander and Sky Blue? Why? Not, no, I don't, I didn't, didn't understand that. I'm not mad at it. I just don't understand it. I just don't get it. I, it yeah. didn't, like, they kept saying before and during the match that um, Julia Hart has, has been undefeated apart from once in the last 30 matches or something like that. And I'm like, okay, so she's going to win then. But <laughs> yeah. but why Why is that important? Like, I don't understand why we're doing that. The other two look great in the match too. I think they led the match. It was they a good triple fantastic. threat, to be fair. It was a good yeah, triple They did a good threat. job on the triple threat, I thought. And I think this is good in terms of if she can be like more integrated into House of Black. Like she hasn't had a big role in that group yet. Now she's got the title. And if she has these guys beside her as like her valets, oh, and they yeah. can actually still be in matches and do their own thing, it's Brody King, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy. Like these guys are monsters, yeah. absolute monsters. The matches that they had that night were crazy. These yeah. guys are nuts. So having them around her is is interesting for sure. It, it was if I they mean, can work together like a faction. A few weeks off the back of, I say a few weeks. It's been a couple of months, I guess, but a couple of months off the back of the first ever. TBS champion and Jade Cargill losing the title to Chris Statlander, which is a huge thing. That's, that's Goldberg levels of um, undefeated that she had in AEW. Uh, well, let's relax here a second. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what it was built to be. That's what it was built to be, right? I'm not saying it's the same. Okay. I'm just saying oh, that's oh. what it was built to be, right? You know, along comes Chris Statlander, beats her, and you're like, whoa, no way, she's beat Jade. Oh, wow. And then a few weeks later, Julia Hart wins the title, and it it kind of undoes a little bit of that work for me. But am I at least to... it was like it was a sneaky victory. It wasn't it like was a, a clean victory. destroy. It was like she was opportunistic in the triple threat. Yeah, in her victory. Interesting to see how it goes. It wasn't great. Right. I didn't love it, but I will keep my eyes peeled, as they say, to see what happens next. Um, but let's move on to the super good of the night. I'm not going to talk about every other match because don't need to. But let's talk about one match in particular that has been um, everywhere, quite frankly. Um, I've had people ask me questions about it that don't watch wrestling because it's appeared on their Twitter or their really? X or their TikTok or whatever you want to call it. Texas death match between Hangman Adam Page and Swerve Strickland. Um... Again, I went into this with the lowest of expectations because yeah. I, I, it's not my kind of wrestling at all. Some people are well into it and absolutely love it. I was expecting light tubes. I was expecting kebab sticks, all that kind of nonsense, like deathmatch kind of stuff that, again, some people love. It's just not for me. I honestly was on the edge of my seat 
for 30 minutes watching that. I didn't know which way it was going to go. And everything that happened, I was just like, what? <laughs> it was insane. I mean, some of the highlights for anybody listening or for Wax, I guess, because he didn't watch it. You had Hangman Adam Page drinking the blood that came out of Swerve Strickland's head and then Triple H spraying it into the air. That was... You had him staple gunning a, a finger painting that his kid did into the cheek of Swerve Strickland, who then takes the staple gun and starts stapling himself in his chest. We had a cinder block brought out that somebody... Uh, Swerve drops Hangman onto his head essentially onto a cinder block and then, spoiler I guess wins the match by smashing it over uh, uh, Hangman Adam Page's head <laughs> it, it, it's his back well, it's, yeah, yeah, upper yeah. back yeah. lower neck, you know, that whole area um, just, but just insane like, I, I don't think so I, crazy. I, I've never seen anything like this what the fuck now does it mean that I'm going to start watching more Texas death matches? No. But does it make me appreciate Adam Page and Swell Strickland? Absolutely. Absolutely. To... And I thought they, amongst all of that carnage, that barbarism, I did think there was a lot of story in it. They were hitting each other hard, and they, they really leaned in the story that they, they hate each other and all that. Yeah. Like They did bring a lot of that with the, the hard hits, the, the gruesomeness. Uh, instead of like, I don't know, sometimes that can kind of disappear. Even though it's a it's a gruesome match, bloody, they lose track of the story and it just becomes about the violence. This They still had that uh, that anger, that angst towards one, one another that they had in the promos and everything else leading up to it. The match was disgusting, but... <laughs> and that's it, like... I, I, I like the story and I'm glad that story was there and that's what carried me through it because yeah. otherwise it's just, again, not my cup of tea. If this match wasn't on the card, I'd be fine with it. I enjoy some level of hardcore-ism, and I guess at some point someone's always going to try to push the envelope. That's yeah. the risk, right? The staples? Gah. Yeah. Disgusting. But well, I'm a sick fuck, I guess, and I, I watched the match. What can I say? But again, it's all about the story. Like, two guys that obviously went into a match going, this is what we're going to do. We're going to keep... We're, we're going to keep the story throughout. And one thing I thought they did really well as well as you can for this kind of match, they sold everything pretty well. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. 30 minutes, but there was a lot of downtime where these guys were out because, obviously, they should be based on what is happening to them, right? Yeah. But if everything was sold really well. I, I, I understood why they were doing all of this to, to an extent, I guess. Um, you've got to dispense some disbelief if you're watching this kind of match, but... yeah. Genuinely impressed um, by both of them. Is it the kind of match that you would ever see in WWE? No, absolutely not. And no. maybe that's why it was better that Swerve left or well, was released from the WWE and has made it to AEW so that he can do the kind of match that he wants to do. Uh, it's funny because I, I obviously I did see some clips. I saw some gifs or gifs of the match. So I saw the the hangrail moment uh, yeah. as you would. Uh, I saw, nice. yeah, the barbed wire, the broken glass. 
Uh, it brings me back to watching, uh, I think it was on Crave, this documentary about this guy who goes around to different um, indie promotions and just talks about the different styles of wrestling. And it's interesting because you see a lot of wrestlers who were then in AEW and WWE before they were there. Yeah. Uh, and one of them was an episode about deathmatch wrestling and agreed, uh, you know, we do go to IWS shows and we know that there is definitely a, an ultra violent portion to them. But yeah, that's not the thing that I go to because, oh, yeah, there's going to be a deathmatch there. Yeah. Unless it's but Nick Gage or some special occasion, the, maybe. <laughs> yeah, obviously, Nick Gage. Yeah, you go see Nick Gage. But uh, one of the in the deathmatch episode, one of the wrestlers participating in the match was a then younger Sean Strickland, also now known as Swerve. Crazy. And he even said, you know, this is not my style, but when you wow. are making your way through the indies, making a name for yourself, you have to sometimes show that versatility because that is a portion of the wrestling yeah. world that exists. And people are always going to, there's always going to be a market for it. Yep. So seeing him now in this match brings me back to that and that, you know, was this something that he, this is the storyline, we do it, I'm not a deathmatch wrestler, but I can do a deathmatch. Yeah, and uh, it, it's, it's nice to see that it seems to have paid off in an overwhelmingly positive capacity all over uh, with you guys and what I saw on Twitter or X or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think I, I will try and go back and watch this match for sure. If there's one match I'm going to watch from this, uh, from this show, it, it'll be that one. And again, I'm also not a, that's not my cup of tea. I enjoy it when it's done well. I get yeah. why it's there. Um, and I just couldn't also, I also couldn't believe it was 30 minutes because the one thing I noticed about death matches that I've seen live, they are short because yeah. by about 10 minutes in, you're losing a shit ton of blood. And, and that's, that's uh, what we're saying though. Like this match had... Yeah had downtime yeah. which made it better because there's moments where things were happening i was like there's no way he's getting up from that and right enough he he didn't like he'd be down for a good bit of time until eventually pulled himself to his feet or whatever and it yeah. made it made it more intriguing to watch because i didn't know when that finish was going to come in and actually the finish wasn't anything spectacular it was just enough yeah it felt like it was finally just enough it didn't feel that, that like okay it. this is the spot it was one of those like all Great. right and I liked that. I liked that. I was intrigued by that. Intrigued. Um, but honestly, that is pretty much all I wanted to talk about from uh, AEW Full Gear. A, a, a good show. Again, pacing, not perfect, but I'll give it some fireworks. Um, it, it was good. I, I enjoyed watching it, and I would uh, I would definitely highlight those matches uh, in particular to go and have a watch. However. I do think it's important that we talk about another pay-per-view. Lasers and all. <laughs> so I would love to hand over to the waxy freak polluting the world with his light, apparently. Um, That's right. Burning my light. Do you want to take us through <laughs> yeah, Survivor that come from? Series? What, where's yeah. the, the light polluter? Oh, I don't know. Just like that? Just straight up out of out of the... Uh, every time I show cavern? up to do this to do this program, uh, I think in my head what what should I describe myself as, and whatever comes to mind is is what happens. I'm trying to nice. take the Jason approach with it, basically. 
Well, Jason took the opposite approach. He was like, I can't think of anything, so it's not going to pay. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else so, can name me now. I'm done with naming mm-hmm. myself. Too much, too much poop in these days, I guess. I am whatever <laughs> um, you say or I not am. Enough. There you if go. you weren't? Well, uh, yeah. So, uh, this Saturday, <laughs> we have a WWE pay-per-view, a.k.a. Premium Live Event, a.k.a. Super Saturday Slam. Super uh, Brawl Saturday? Super Brawl Saturday. There it is. Thank you. <laughs> And uh, contrary to kind of disgust, contrary to AEW that had about thirty (laughs) six matches, I think on its uh, full gear, it made sure the gear was very full. Uh, WWE has a a modest five five Five. matches, although Jordan is being very coy. But I know what he's being coy about. Maybe six. We will see. We will see. So. Uh, as the jobbers will do is our last pay-per-view of the year. We will do predictions, predictions, predictions. Brad, do you have your spreadsheet open? My chair yep. is sinking. That's <laughs> <magic. laughs> there we go. Sinky sinking. venomous snake. <laughs> uh, a little bit of a sink. So yes, let's go. Uh, this is in no particular order. I'm going to point to one of you and you can kind of start us off. I'm not going to let, you know, we're not going to pussyfoot around. You're going to no give me your prediction. You're not going to be a little, little baby boy. Yeah. And, and little and baby boy. Giving their opinion. <laughs> what if I want to be a little baby girl? Yeah. <laughs> You're not going to be a baby anything. You're just going to give me your damn prediction. Oh, give wow. me a yeah, reason why you think it's going to be that way. Right, and we're right. all going to also do that. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> let's. Start with the first match that I see on this list. It is Gunter versus The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. Jordan. Ah, fuck. I know. Who Um, would you put your money on to walk away with this title? At this stage, it is becoming the, the Roman Reigns syndrome. I will... I will vote for uh, Gunter until I'm wrong. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to stick with it. But I will say I've been incredibly impressed with The Miz in the last few weeks on Raw. He's winning some hearts over. He's doing well at the live shows, it seems, as well. I've seen some clips of him doing stuff there. He's almost face again. It's weird. Mm. It, it's an odd dynamic, but I'm, I can't, I can't, bet against Gunter. So. He didn't feel like uh, a face the other night when he was in the ring with The Miz. The Miz was definitely face, and they were booing the shit out of Gunther, and he had a really good promo. He stood there and went toe-to-toe yeah. with The Miz in the promo. That's crazy. Mm. And the whole crowd chanting USA at him, even though he didn't say anything about his country or anything nope. or about Americans, just about the crowd in general, USA, USA. So it's just like, it's fantastic. It's just like, I love it. Yeah, mad. Gunta. Yeah, I, uh, I I agree with Jordan. I, I don't see any universe in which I pick anyone who's going against Gunther. Ever. <laughs> uh, until, yeah, ever. Until he loses. Um, I think this guy is maybe the best wrestler in WWE right now. Uh, wow. 
every time this guy puts oh, on a match. And The Miz is going to put on a great match with him. Yeah. But I don't need to see The Miz have the Intercontinental title. It's nice they're doing his like biannual face push. That's, you know, it's good. It give him his flowers again. Let, let and it brought something out of Gunther. A little. Yeah. It brought that promo out something of him, man. Different. That's great. And yeah, it brought that promo. I think there's always still that that stereotype in WWE with wrestlers who are not native English speakers mm-hmm. that they cannot cut a promo just because it's not their first language. And I think Gunther absolutely smashed that expectation. Another wrestler did who we will talk about later in the card um, also. But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a good match, but I, I can't see it being the Miz who ends the no. historic reign of the ring general. Oh, Jason? Jason. Yeah. yeah okay. I mean, yeah, I'm not, I can't pick the Miz. Just like uh, Wax said, this is his biannual or whatever heel uh, face turn yeah, where we can actually take him seriously and cheer for him and watch how good he actually is in the ring. He's not just all talk. Also, it really builds up uh, Gunther in the talking department and gets us, uh, you know, real fired sure. up and passionate for this match. It's going to make Gunther look great. They want to continue to make him look great. And Miz does that better than anybody. So I'm going with Gunther. Nice. Four Gunthers. Okay. Next, we have a women's world championship match. It is Rhea Ripley against Zoe Stark. And Jason, mm. I'm going to go right back to you. Can Zoe pull off the upset? No, I mean she's way <laughs> she's way ahead of her time. Like I mean, it would no. make sense. It would be giving her too big of a burden yeah. if for, she just won out of the blue like this. Rhea's like one of the most over superstars on the roster. She uh, she brings it every night. There's no way they're gonna take the title off her when the group and she is as hot as can be. And uh, Zoe Stark is is like. Her look and her style, I do want to see it taken seriously, and I do want to see her get on a run where people are scared yeah. of her, but there's not even close to sniffing that yet. So Rhea will continue to be the champion. Agreed. Yeah, yeah I've got to agree with that as well. Jason summed it up perfectly. Yeah, don't have Jason to the eloquent. Yeah. Whoa, the, the elephant. Yeah. Don't have to dwell on that too much for Rhea's, it seems. Uh, Zoe... Not ready yet, but cool that she's getting an opportunity to showcase herself. So let's go to the first of the two War Games matches, and we'll start with the men just because they happen to be listed first. And of course, a big breaking development. As of last night on Raw, we now know the full roster of the men's War Games match. So we have Team Judgment Day, Damian Priest, Finn Balor, Dirty Dominic Mysterio and JD McDonough, Judgment Day McDonough, and <laughs> Drew McIntyre versus Cody Rhodes, Seth Freakin' Rollins, Jey Uso, Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton. Well, I mean, it's not confirmed Randy. 100% yet. WWE has. Tweeted oh, it did? or X'd it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah yep. they did. It's they did. But yes, Cody did not. He said everything yeah. except who it is, but he's got a legacy and he hears voices. He's, a predator. he's an apex predator. <laughs> 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 he's, a, he's a predator. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, it's sad that I saw this happen. Velveteen. And they said it's only to just make you truly know that CM Punk is not coming back. So I'm sad. Yeah. No. Well, who do we think is going to win with uh, with Randy on board? Brad, is it is it Team Avengers or Team Judgment Day? Who, who's where 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 does your loyalty lie in this? My loyalty match? lies with the good guys, but I think it's going to be the Judgment Day mm. because how do all these guys get along in this match? Two of these guys really hate main event Jey Uso. One of them being Randy Orton, who has been on the shelf because of True. Jay and it the was Bloodline. because of them. I forget it's so been so long. Me, what what they do? Yes. They hurt they him. Beat him up. Sent him away. Or something like what happened? <laughs> yeah, they, they beat hurt him up. Him. Okay. Maybe he'll... <laughs> I don't remember the details. I don't yeah, fucking don't remember. <laughs> savant to the shit like you are. I just remember that they beat him up and then he went away. Yeah, isn't that why Riddle was uh, going after? <laughs> them oh, okay, for a yeah, sorry. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, question me, no, Jason. I, just, I actually wanted Not to know. I thought you might know. question the trivia master. Sorry, you didn't know. Yeah, you better be sorry. Thank you for apologizing. I appreciate it. Acknowledge me. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the Judgment Day also on this. I I could see it going the way of the Judgment Day for the same reason. I'm a little tired of War Games being uh, one heel faction against just an accumulation of baby faces yeah. that are together because they're the good guys and that's what the good guys do. It's the same in the women's match, which we're going to talk about. Um, I actually quite liked what Drew did is that uh, we talked about it when it happens. Oh, just because Jey Uso is a good guy now, I have to be his friend. Not his friend. I don't like him. I don't have any friends. Uh, but the Judgment Day, I guess, I'll, I'll be their friend. <laughs> and I could see Randy doing the same thing, honestly. I, I could see uh, either him having, you know, he'll, he agreed to be in the match, but I could see him having little interest in being a team uh, player. I could see him having uh, an interest in maybe turning on uh, Seth Rollins, who is mm-hmm. holding a championship belt. I, I could see him being the X Factor because we didn't see him last yeah, night. True. And uh, I know they want that pop when he does show up. But um, yeah, I'm going to go the Judgment Day. They need kind of a win to stay interesting and relevant and strong. And I think Drew also needs one to stay interesting and relevant and strong in his new and stay flo- that he wins with the Judgment Day. Is still going to be intrigued. Will he join them or not? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, the Judgment well, Day do need a win to keep strong, and Drew in particular needs a win. But that doesn't matter because they're going to lose Whoa. against the Avengers. Randy returning, re- returning Randy will Our be arms. the X factor in all of this, and. The Avengers, or whatever you want to call them, will win. That is my prediction. Thank you, Jason, or whoever did that. Um, I'm glad I listened to everyone go first because my head went so many different ways as you guys were talking. Um, I'm and I'm gonna go with the Judgment Day. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Judgment Day because I think <laughs> that Randy is gonna come back and turn heel in the match. And he's going to screw someone over. And um, then we get to see him versus Seth or whoever, you know, going down the line. And um, I like this iteration of Drew. I see Drew come out now and I get a little uh, stiff. And I never really, I've always respected him. I'm glad he was around. But now I'm actually like, 
interested to watch him and his promos and what he's <laughs> doing. Lower. He's interesting now. He's not just a beast. He's not just yeah. in the ring. I find him interesting now, and uh, I would like to see him win. Fair and enough. he is on the Judgment Day Team Rocket, so I want to see him Team Rocket Team win. Rocket. <laughs> no blasting off for them. No. Not today. Out of out of that, group, Brad in a room the, uh... with an electrical surge. <laughs> Brad's yeah, having what's, a rave. What's happening, yeah. Brad? You're, you're... It's, I is, don't know. It's like silent, silent hill. Having a, a rave. That is that happening in you? your house? No, it's definitely not. It's, it's just on camera. <laughs> oh wow! Um, so we got three Judgment Days, and we got one <laughs> Avengers. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to the second of the two. War Games matches. We have Team Damage Control, Bailey, Asuka, Io, and Kyrie against Team Avengers, Bianca, Charlotte, Lady Shotzi, Avengers, and Becky. And I will take this one since I, all three of you have done one each. Um, because I picked the heel faction to win the men's, I am picking the Avengers to win the women's. Not just because of that, I also think Bailey will cost damage control to win unintentionally, or she will take the pin, and it will further serve to deepen the divide that is already there between her and the rest of them, and it will lead to the further dissolution of this iteration of damage control. So I'm going with Team Avengers on this one. What's a female faction in the Marvel or DC universe? Is there not that film that just came the out? Valkyries? The Marvel, Marvel the Marvels. ladies. The Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, the Marvel go. ladies. The Marvels. <laughs> the Marvels. Um, there we go. There go. Waxman. Who's them. on the Team Marvel women's team? Bianca. Yeah. Becky, is this a four on four? Charlotte, yeah, four on four. Shotzi. Four on four. Yes, it's four on four. Okay. Uh, Eo. So far, four on four. Oh yeah, she's still injured. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah you're good. But it's, it has to be five. So got, oh, whatever. Uh, it, oh, for men, apparently, it has to be five. Oh, it's like tennis: women, three four. sets, two sets. I got it. Why not? Yeah. Um, <laughs> for the exact reason that. I picked the other team in the last one. I am obviously picking damage control in this War Games match. It's not time to deepen the Bailey thing yet. They need a win as a unit, and then we can move on and do all the breaking up nonsense. I think Bailey will get in the way, and I think she will cause some distraction, but I don't think they will take the loss at this moment in time. I do believe that those other women, the Marvels, are too good. And they will step on each other's toes. Out. Charlotte is the the X factor on that team. Of will she get along with everybody, especially Becky and them? I don't know. Or maybe will Becky get along with Charlotte? We'll see. Jason, who is your pick? I'm gonna go with the Marvels winning, and they're gonna win because Bailey blows it, and then they're gonna be like, "Should we keep Bailey in the group? I don't know." Uh, so I'm going with wow. the Marvels. Or the Avengers, no. or whatever. I'm also going with the Marvels because I picked oh, the other. I have to, I have to go opposite fact. I have to go opposites here. I have to go good guy, bad guy. You know, that's the only reason why. Interesting. All right, so Jordan, Jordan will for all either, the Marvels here. 
come away the winner or it'll be team Canada jobbers mm-hmm. uh, coming away, I think, with the win. But we do have one more match, and, and I don't know that this will be a unanimous decision across the jobberverse, uh, but it is Carlito versus Santos Escobar in a good old-fashioned blood feud. I do want to give a shout-out to Santos Escobar, who also cut a fantastic, uh, in my opinion, heel promo. Yeah. Um, just elaborating, going in on his decision-making process and just making the crowd hate him even more. And that is also why I am picking him to win. I I love Carlito. I'm super happy to see Carlito back in WWE. Um, But this is, he doesn't need to win this match. He doesn't need to look good necessarily. We need to establish Santos as a threat as a, 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 you know, a dastardly heel as someone to yeah. be feared, but sure. respected. So this, it's a bit of what I hope happens, but I also think this will happen. I have, I have faith in triple H Santos being an NXT guy that he'll do the right thing. And Santos will win. I am in agreement. I think he will win like, Dick Dastardly, there'll be some sneakiness going on. Maybe one of his mutleys will turn up. I don't believe that he will be purely on his own. I do think there will be somebody comes to help him out. Um, so yeah, I think Carlito will go, go. Carlito also will lose and Santos will win because Santos yeah. is the W and it makes the most sense. So yeah. He wins, and it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a fun one. It's gonna so. be a good match. This is the Just... last match. Currently, right, yes, but we'll oh, see. Oh, I mean, like I'm happy Carlito's back. I guess this is a blood feud, I guess, but they've only seen each other like two weeks. Um, well, it's Carlito who I think caused the rift. He did cause the right? rift, got... but, so it's interesting a little bit. But um, I have no clue who's going to win this. Uh, my first instinct is just to say Santos because obviously they want some sort of heel push or some something. And Carlito doesn't need to win because we don't really know what he's doing here except just, you know, coming back and hopefully just helping out. So um, I don't think they're going to go somewhere crazy with Carlito. So I guess I got to give it to Santos, even though I much rather Carlito. But uh, I got to go with Santos. Yeah. All right. For Santos, so that will bring us to the end of what is currently on the card. Now, Jordan's the one who's been giggling about it all, all, uh, yeah. So one thing (laughs) that is a story (laughs) or a thread that does not currently have an end to it is Shinsuke Nakamura, who has been cutting these promos saying that he's been waiting for someone to reveal themselves. And really, nobody has any clue who he could be alluding to. So, Jordan, well, it was, it was spoiled. Who do you think it could be, and why do you think it could be this person? And do you think that this person could show up and reveal themselves on Saturday night? Um, so, so, I mean, do I want it to be this person? No, because no, you, no. you all know what I think about CM Punk. But Tell me when I'm telling lies. I knew he was going to do the drop. I knew it was going to happen. Um, I'm tired of being nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, th- 
If you have been following Shinsuke's story over the last month or so since he dropped out of the whole Seth title reign thing, mm -hmm. there have been moments of um, hints or spoilers, I guess, if you want to say that, uh, where he's he's done the go to sleep, he's done, he's made reference to certain things, and is it all just part of a a play to get you to watch Survivor Series? Yeah, maybe. Shinsuke goes out there and goes, hey, I want a match. And then in comes, I don't know, Braun Breaker. Like, fine. We have no idea. But it's it's got me interested. It really does. And do I think that CM Punk will come back at Survivor Series? Honestly, I'm not ruling it out. Because both WWE and AEW have been very, very good in playing their cards close to their chest but also showing their cards at the same time if that if you get what i mean like there's been so many hints and spoilers on either side you've also had cm punk going out there and posting stuff on um instagram like old you, clips or old like cli yeah like we're you know we're talking about the who's wearing the devil mask in aw yeah. and cm punk posts an old video of him with devil horns on and you're like so funny oh hang on a minute yeah maybe at world's end the aw pay-per-view at the end of the year we're gonna get cm punk there but then you have shinsuke saying are you gonna come on are you come on i'm waiting for you i'm waiting for you we don't know we really no. don't know I do think we're going to get Shinsuke in some kind of shape or form at Survivor Series to end this year's pay per view. Um, not maybe not the last match, but you know, end the year as such. Um, I I'm fifty fifty whether or not it's CM Punk. I, I'm honestly fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah. I, I it, from a timing perspective, it does lead me to believe something's going to happen with Shinsuke at Survivor Series because there is such a gap between um, Survivor Series and the next premium live event, which might actually be the Royal Rumble, which is yeah. two months away. And oh, this shit. feels like a storyline that's not going to have its payoff just on a weekly show. Maybe it will. Maybe we could all be totally misreading this. The internet and the dirt sheets and the Dave Meltzer's the Sean Ross saps have been poisoning everyone's brains and we're reading so much into things. And of course the way Bray Wyatt was brought back, the late great Bray Wyatt was brought back. It was done very much with crumbs and close reading and, and everything like that. And maybe people are now looking and looking for things that aren't there, but maybe the concept of a punk Shinsuke match is very exciting to me. I'll just say that, but sure. I do like Shinsuke as a wrestler and I like what they're doing with him in general since he turned heel. Yeah. So whatever it is, I'm here for it. I will definitely be with with uh, Brad and Jason on this side of the pond. We will be tuning in to Survivor Series. Uh, very very excited. Uh, any thoughts on a potential Punk or just something with Shinsuke, Brad, Jason? Um, I feel like you know those sleuths online, like Sean Ra, Ra uh, Sean Sap Scott or whatever his name is. Those those guys. <laughs> They're Close. very good at their job, yeah. and they're very good at getting information, and they usually do, no matter who's coming back or what's happening. But I feel like if CM Punk was to come back to the WWE, they would hide that secret with the most amount of security possible. Like I, I, I feel like they wouldn't want that to slip. It just feels like an all-time moment. 
I mean, it felt like an all-time moment when he went back to AEW. He's never with AEW, AEW. No one's, like, confirmed it. I think everyone's just reporting rumors. They're reporting rumors. Like, of course. No, I know rumors. it's not If confirmed. I was WWE, I'd put out rumors. And it's I'd be like, yo, too. email Sean Ross Sapp right now and tell him that uh, you saw CM Punk sniffing around the I'm garage. Saying, I don't know. Just even if it's it. happening, like, I doubt it's going to be leaked. Um, and uh, even whether it happens or not, I will. I am expecting it to happen enough that I'm excited for it and will be really disappointed if it doesn't happen. So regardless yeah, right. of whatever's happened now, I do feel it will and should happen. And that's it. What's your, what's your over under? What's, what's your percentage that it does happen? Probably like wow. 35%. How can you be that excited when it's only a 35% chance that it happens? Based it gets be- more exciting the last. I don't know because thirty five percent is a big percent. If I if you said tomorrow when you get in your chunk. car is thirty five percent going to blow up, you might think about it. Thirty five percent is a big one. That's yeah, why exactly. it's like not like a like to me. I think it's like a five percent chance that he shows. So I'm like, if he shows up, oh, I'll blow my mind because like I don't think there's any chance this guy shows up. There's no way. I think he's got a thirty three and a third chance. Nice. It would just be such an insane moment, and he can still go, and he's got nowhere so else to go. Sick. And maybe I'm like. Maybe I'm tempering expectations. Maybe. I don't know. We're just, maybe we're just being huge marks. Maybe Shinsuke will just play his music and go, ha, ha, ha. Like, who knows? Imagine. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's the card as it is right now. Uh, I can't rule out a dirty, dirty last-minute match being added on SmackDown, but that's always the risk. It's probably not that important of a match anyway. And that's that's our show, Jobbers. Jobber Nation. Tune in next week. We're going to de- uh, review <laughs> re- <laughs> review the show and then I think we're taking our holiday uh, hiatus uh, any oh, last words H. oh Jordan did you mention who the devil was at AEW full gear no what no we're going to save that for the world's end their pay-per-view we still don't know December. still don't know I thought we were going to find out Exactly. Oh, it's God. probably someone who sucks. So. Oh, suck it, Trebek. Trebek.